0: Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I've got my buddy Byron Lazine in yeah. the house from Greenwich, Con- Greenwich, Connecticut. Greenwich. What am I like, where are you from in Connecticut? Joy, Joy might be mad. Exactly. The entire state of Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Um, Byron, I asked you specifically. Let's let's address the obvious elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. We can't even talk right now. This That's is awesome. Right. But it's a podcast. It doesn't really matter because it's all well, good. Maybe it does because it's audio first. But. If you pay attention right now, like we talked about at the summit, you got basically in the US, 1.6 million agents, 400,000 are basically doing 71% of all the volume. Most of them are teams or in some way, shape or form, husband and wife. They've leveraged, they figured out leads, they've solved a lot of the problems. I'm thinking a lot about the 75% right now, the 75% of the agents that are good human beings that want to do better. So the question I wrote down is, if you and I could sit down and just mastercraft a list of 8, 10, 15 ideas to help inspire that, veteran agent who's struggling that mm. new agent who wants to have a breakout year in 2023 so we
1: can go through that yeah and the good news is if you're in that 75% and you're full time yeah. you've got the opportunity to do this stuff big time because the part time part-time agents are all going to get washed out do you think so i do and and we could Yeah. Debate it a little bit. Yeah. But I think right now, if you're full-time, if you're in this business for Mm -hmm. real, Mm -hmm. your opportunity is greater than ever. And if you're part-time, it's not going to be like the last two years. It's going to be really hard. So it's decision time for a lot of agents.
0: It's the difference between like, I I sort of define it as like, the last couple of years were a lot of defense. Like you were, yeah. you were catching the ball, right? Like, and that's probably not the right defense, but like versus, now we gotta go offense.
1: We gotta do stuff well, in order to succeed. A part-time agent could leave their job and yep. in the afternoon show houses and know something is going to happen right. where now right. you're just not gonna get that many transactions. And, and if you're competing with everybody that does this for a career, for right. a life, right. it's gonna be tough. So
0: I also think a lot about uh, being 33 years of doing this, The Amount of veterans in the business that yeah. it, it it the pandemic was an as, was an impact moment for them. But I can also look back and say 2010, 11, 12 was an impact moment for them. The rise of social media and video content was an impact moment for them. Not a positive impact moment, in case you're wondering. And then certainly the you know the 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10 market was another challenging moment for them. It's hard to argue that this isn't another one of those challenging moments for whether you're a veteran agent or a new yep. agent or an experienced team leader that we've got to do more in this environment.
1: So so what's the first one on your list? I'm a veteran agent yeah, wrote, struggling or Wrote a, a brand list new down. agent. I mean, number, number one is you've got to become a clip machine. What does that and, mean? And so that means you need to be posting content everywhere like YouTube shorts, like mm-hmm. TikTok, yeah. like Instagram reels. Gary V calls it the TikTokification yes. of what's happening yes. with social yes. media. And so if you're like, if you're that veteran agent that's getting out in two years, whatever. Do whatever you're going yeah. to do to kind of yeah. make sure you're you're handing your book off so your mm-hmm. legacy can live mm-hmm.
0: on. Get some referral if, fees, yeah.
1: But if you're like, I need to make it through this next phase because yeah. I've got at least 10 years left in this career and I mm-hmm. want to build a real business out of yeah. the next 10, then you're going to miss the boat if you don't start doing it now. I agree. And, and what Gary's talking about when he says the TikTokification is all these platforms are now... like. Top, changing how, their algorithm. How many how yep. many uh, YouTube subscribers do you have on this channel? North of 500,000. 500,000 plus. Yep. Well, you can go up against a 500,000 plus sub channel yep. with literally no subs yep. and put off a YouTube short that gets more views. Yep. So the, the playing field is level right now. Yes. It's never been a better time to get out there yep. and make what I'm calling become a clip machine, create yep. clips on all your different content, yep. put them on shorts, put them on TikTok, put them on Instagram Reels. I did a... Clip from my Byron Lazine podcast yes. with Glenda Baker. Yes. And it did over 17 million views. Right. Dave Ramsey picked it up. Yeah. You're not gonna get that kind of PR unless you're putting out these organic clips. So become a clip machine yep. for your community. Somebody in your community, the principal of the school, mm-hmm. uh yep. if you're down in Southwest Florida right now, talking to, to the firefighters and, yep. and the people that are on the front lines of what's happening with Hurricane Ian, yep. could be a 10 million viewed video easy. And now everybody in the community is like, Whoa, that girl, she's uh-huh. crushing it. I like what she's doing. Did you see what Mary Bartos is doing? I have Hasht- Mary's doing a great right. job.
0: hashtag good news. S
1: W F L. Yeah. Right. Like
0: she, she's like, Hey, me and my 30 person team, we're going to put out good content every single day. And we're asking people in our community to put out good content or send it to us and and use the hashtag good news, Southwest Florida.
1: I know for sure in 12 months, people are gonna remember that. 1,000%. Because it happened during COVID, too. It, I was just gonna say, what yeah. happened during the
0: pandemic when we said on all those pivot calls, yep. call your past clients and just check in and say, do you need anything? Can I help if you're afraid to go outside? Can I get your medication? Can I get your food? And everybody that did that at scale, the, the love and positive that came out of that was immeasurable. Yeah.
1: So so, so become said, a, become yeah, a said, clip machine because yeah. right, right now and at least for the next year, you're going to be able to compete with very large accounts you're going to be able to grow mm-hmm. significantly right. on these channels so so definitely take that approach and you've been hearing about it but right now yep. 2 years ago absolutely you could grow organically on TikTok but it's uniquely happening to instagram reels and youtube shorts right now of course and, and it's the easiest time to grow a youtube channel because of that
0: so once again it's go where the eyeballs are monetize yeah. the trend make the trend your friend but you also said something that was top of my list which is uh, whether you're a veteran or brand new agent so so my stepmom who you've met before pua would say to me over and over again now celebrating 20 years of this business 33 years in the business she said to me thomas you don't really do anything great until you've done it for ten years, yeah. and and the argument I'm making for people is, hey, we're in a we're in a hard market right now. The pandemic was a hard market. 2007, 8, 9, 10 was a hard market. Heck, 2017, 18, 19 were hard market. There was no inventory and rates were okay. Like it was it was always been hard, but if you have a ten year perspective. If you took the time right now to write down, okay, I'm a brand new agent today, or I'm struggling today, but in 10 years, in 2032, I wanna be selling 100 homes with, you know, 500, you know, X zillion dollars in volume and this much money, and you got clear that you're gonna go through these ups and downs, because we always do in business, then this current cycle, it's still emotional, but has less emotional impact because you're on a ten year journey versus yep. I'm just going to run the same, you know, rat race, you know, deal that I did last year again this year. Well, you're taking that the long term approach, hundred percent. Yeah, What's and number two, and you have oh,
1: to. I mean, no, I was just saying you have to take the long term approach. It's one of the things I have yep. here, which is which is um, have a real conversation. I'm just going to skip down yeah, to it because go, it plays go. off of that. Have a real conversation with your spouse whoever you live with, whoever's most important. What's that conversation about? Like a real conversation. Meaning, hey, here are the ambitions that I have what you just said over the next 10 years in business, in 10 years, I want to be selling this many houses. I I want to build this type of business. I want to have this kind of a team, right? And you can point out agents in your marketplace and say like this one, like that one, like this one. I want that kind of business. I did it when I started. Absolutely. I knew exactly the type of business I wanted. But to get there, I'm competing against 30 years, 35 years Mm -hmm. in the business. I'm going to have to put in a whole ton of work right right now. And so that conversation is what do you want? Because we're partners, and every year, if this partnership is going to continue, if yeah. we're married, right, yeah. we've got to have a real conversation. How have you changed this year? Mm-hmm. How have I changed this mm-hmm. year? Mm-hmm. What those changes in our mentality and who we are are they still in alignment? Can we can we concede? I think of it as a real estate transaction. Yeah, yeah. can we give up the concessions so that we're in alignment? Yeah, so that. We're not in that 50% that's just always gonna divorce because we don't have these conversations. We right. don't have open communication. Right. We don't have accountability built right. into our relationship. Right. I love doing the vision board. I started doing it with my yes. wife 10 years ago yes. and she thought it was corny, but it's like, let's figure out what we really want. Yeah. Well, it's been a decade now of her seeing us convert on that vision. And so she's my account- my number one accountability partner, yeah. right? And I've got plenty in this business. But if I'm not putting in the work and at the bottom of our vision board is all these hours that we've got to put in. So have that real conversation about how much you're actually going to work. It's one of the other things I wrote down, which is now, you know what you want for these next 10 years and you guys are in alignment and you want the new house and Mm -hmm. you want to send your kids to the school or whatever. You want to have a second home, whatever you got to map out this year. And what's it going to take to build that foundation? And I wrote down,
0: you're going right to my next one. So this is good. We're aligned.
1: I I wrote down right here. I'm circling it. You're going to have to work the weekends this year. Yeah. Listen, the weekends are your Super Bowl mm-hmm. in 2023. Yeah. You're not going to be able to avoid Saturdays and Sundays if you're in that building phase. Yes. And so you could be that veteran who's struggling right now. Well, guess what? You're back into a building phase for the next 10.
0: Open houses, knocking on doors around your open house, showing property, going on preview. All of it. Like all of the above. All yep. of it. Yep. Yeah. The
1: weekends are ultra important more now than they've been the last two years because things were happening so quickly. Yes. It's going to be long term relationships, yep. a lot of nurturing, a lot of time yes. with the buyer and the seller. And it's going to happen on the weekends when they're not working. So let's back up and let's talk about that. For example, so in
0: 2023, the challenge I'm making to everybody is four disciplines of execution, traction, measure what matters. It's all the same. It's, it's an operating system, but every one of them says the same thing. No more than three goals, Mm -hmm. no more than three goals. And everybody wants to have five, six, seven, but if we get into habits in a minute, which I'm sure we will, that's a disaster when you try and go for more than one. So if you had three goals, the question always is what's going to give me the fastest, most effective result, what's gonna get me the greatest leverage, what's gonna give me the most control in the marketplace, what three goals? Most are gonna argue, it's gonna be how many listings I can take. Yeah. Two, five, 10, 2000, right? If you're a veteran agent you're getting back, it means you're calling your database again, you're trying to figure out who's trying to sell because one listing is two or three more deals. One buyer sale is one buyer sale. There's no leverage in that buy transaction. That'd be the first one. You said clips, my note was brand. Yeah. that I've got to re-establish. Which is essentially same, saying same same thing, yeah. right? But even the new agent needs to get out there and say, this is who I am, this yeah. is what I stand for, this is what I'm all about. But brand also means that you, you take the micro approach to say, I have a golden doodle and I went on Facebook and where right. I live in Dallas, Texas, there is a 6,000 person golden yeah. doodle Facebook page and I'm going to go connect with those people because... The, the thing that you and I both know is, this is every new agent has to get this and every veteran agent, you know this. You and I are competing on an appointment. I'm a brand new agent, you're a veteran agent. I walk in, I'm a little more charismatic, I smile a little more and they choose yeah. me, not the best guy in the entire state. They choose me because right. I was just a little more likable. Absolutely. So if you can go put yourself in those circles, right? As a part of your branding strategy, as a part of your listing, tra- you're gonna win business.
1: I was saying to my team in Connecticut recently, I said, you don't go on a listing presentation and win the deal by having necessarily the best marketing or by being able to showcase all the past sales, which is I know what a lot of 30 year vets like to do. Like I've sold this, I've sold this. Oftentimes you go in there and this is why the 30 year vets are getting these deals. Mm -hmm. You go in there and you name drop right? And people want to work with people that are in their Connected, crew. So right. what you were talking about yeah. with, with the golden doodles, is that yes, it? The golden, golden doodles? doodles. The okay, by the way, he's not a dog fan, the, so I just knew I could get him on that The, one. the golden doodle. <laughs> I love dogs. Uh, the golden doodle crew or the golf crew or the tennis club, yes. whatever yes. it might be, right? Yep. Yep. you've got to be able to name drop, and and it's more powerful when you name drop about, oh yeah, I did talk to Mister Johnson about his sale, and he's around yeah, the corner, and this yeah. is what he said, and this was his experience, right? As opposed to just like I sold one twenty three main, right? Like bring some human to yes. that conversation. Yes. Okay, so so I think we're pointing a lot of
0: this at the veteran. Let's go back to the brand new yeah. agent. So can I, can I drop one, or you go? Yeah, go you for go. it. No, 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 okay. no go you'll, for it. You'll play off this one, brand new agent you have to over index now can we make the assumption that you set the 10 year plan and that you're in it to win it and you understand you're building a career this yeah. is a business this is something that can provide you and your family and your loved ones unlimited opportunities right, right? Yep. and and the power of a decade right thinking back from where you were to where you no are doubt. now
1: bankruptcy I mean, to where I am now living in two different States. Like it's running multiple t- businesses. Yeah. He's a, yeah. he's
0: a cash cow, right? I think money is falling yeah. off him everywhere. If you're only watching <laughs> the video, you see it. If you're only listening to audio, check out the video. Yeah. So you ready. So assuming that, that, that this is their business, that this yeah. is their career, it's old school. You got to over index on your plan and your plan is an acronym for you got to prospect every day. You got to do like a yeah. every every day. You got to go on appointments every day. So you can hope that you can do negotiations every day. And yes, it sounds simple. If you'd like it more complex, you can go ahead and make it complex. But the best, Timmy Smith, who's walking in a couple of minutes, minutes, yeah. he's on the phone every day, talking to past clients, talking to new people, figuring out relationships. He over-indexes on follow-up like nobody's business. We both talked about this at the summit. We saw all the numbers. 35% of our business, 35% of your business will come from people you meet in the first 90 days. You meet them and 90 days later, they're under contract. Yep. But 65% or more of your business is gonna be a year later, nine months later, All the money is an L, lead follow-up. And if you just figured out, as a brand new agent or a veteran agent, what is the easiest thing you can do to go on an appointment every single day with someone that wants to talk about buying and selling real estate? Hey, Byron, Tom Ferry, checking in, how you been, man? We've all made it through, happy winter. Byron, I'm reaching out to all my friends, and I'm doing an in-depth study on the market so you know exactly what the smartest people are forecasting for home prices in 2023. And I'm going to prepare if you want um, a total market analysis for you. So, you know, the value of your property today and I can do it over zoom. We can meet face to face. We can do it at my office We can do it at Starbucks, but I'd love to sit down with you for just 15 or 20 minutes. When do you want to get together? That meeting over and over again, even with a, a new agent who's just calling their friends yeah, is super valuable. If you're young, your new agents, whose friends are their parents. I mean, It doesn't matter. The more you get face-to-face with people, then you also have, oh, I was just with the Joneses, over on one, two, three, four, Banana Street. And oh, I just did the same thing for the Smiths over here and the Morales family who I just met with. Now you're doing all that stuff. Appointments, 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 appointments. If you're a veteran agent, ask yourself, who in my database bought a house during the pandemic? Yep. 25% have already come out and said they hated the experience. And 80% of the people you sold a house to during the pandemic have basically said they had to compromise on their home purchase, 80% compromised. So yeah. they didn't get enough bedrooms, they didn't get bath, yeah. they're in the wrong community, they're in the wrong school.
1: Some of them buy- are already thinking about moving back to where they came from. Mm-hmm.
0: And some of them are now being forced to move because it's yeah. back to the office, mm-hmm. RTO returned to office. Yep. The question is, have you asked all those people, how's the homework working out for you? Right. Prospect, lead fob, go on appointments, I- negotiate.
1: I would say that's a great way to go on appointments. Another great way, mm-hmm. if you're cracking into a market, mm-hmm. is become a buyer in that market. What does that so mean? So if you're a new agent or You can be a veteran agent. right? Why are you not calling property owners who own multiple properties and saying, are you having any thoughts of selling them? I am a licensed agent, but I'm looking to make investments for me this year. Whether that's they're gonna hold the paper or whatever, but just getting into these properties and meeting more people that own multiple properties in your community, things will happen for you. Good things will happen. And the other part of that is you know your market. From the ground floor, right. better than anybody, right. And there's been this thing the last couple of years that's happened where people just don't know what they're talking about. Yes, in their market, they don't know the numbers, they don't know the stats. So, you know, I was talking to an agent who wants to be a luxury agent. How many waterfront properties have sold in these three towns? Between one to three million, three million, yeah, to five million, one million, million up. Water, waterfront right. properties? Yeah. Like, what are the? No- I don't know. Who's buying them? I don't know. Well, then you can't, by definition, you game. can't be a luxury agent. You're not in the game. You're not. And so you can yeah. get in the game by, and by the way, even if you don't have money, well, I can't be a buyer because I don't have the money. I'm just starting out. I'm, I'm a brand Wholesale. new agent. I'm, I'm literally what you said in the beginning. I'm that part-time agent who's waiting tables and working. And I have a 10-year plan that's going to get me mm-hmm. out of part-time yeah. and to become a full-time agent. Go learn this market better than anybody. Find the deals. Find somebody that'll be willing to do seller financing for you. Hey, I just met a guy. I'm, I'm buying a deal right now in Connecticut. Yeah, and he's 85 years old. Yeah, and he likes me more than he likes his property manager. Yeah, and so I've got some money in the game on this one, but I'm getting seller financing from him as well because the same offer came from his property manager, mm-hmm. but he likes me better. Mango. You may go find somebody who's just burnt out from managing the property. Mm-hmm and maybe you manage a property for a year and then they do a deal with you. Or maybe they introduce you to somebody who's got some deals. Just meeting more people is a good thing and that's what you're talking about.
0: So I'm gonna go back to what you and I both know, which is whether you're a veteran agent or a brand new agent, you, you need to figure out what are the five to six things you have to do every yeah. single day. And, and you, you know, we've talked about this forever. It is always study the MLS and look for correlations. and And for my advanced people, Think about the, I don't know if you caught the uh, the interview I did with Jim Allen. He was in one of those Dallas masterminds, the guy from North Carolina. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll,
1: I'll check it out. $1.2
0: billion in volume, right? Last year, gonna do the same thing this year, about 1600 transactions. You know what he did? Took the entire Raleigh, North Carolina marketplace, which is mm. enormous. Yeah, it is. And he said, I just wanna know the zone, like how every lot is zoned. Is it our one, two, three, four, seven, eight? Mm-hmm. And then show me every one that's an SFR on something that isn't pro- properly yielding a two or three or four or five and he's like let's go buy those now you're a brand new agent you're a veteran you may say well i can't go buy those but what you could do is you could put the study go together network do the study find out what the properties are contact four or five yeah. local builders and say i'm going to go do this if i find them are you interested do you want first shot this is no one's talking about this stuff with brand new agents but new agents have the time but and the sweat. they have the to go time. do it
1: don't wait for some lead to say to you, hey, I need this information. And if you've got it, I'd be willing to right. go get the information now. That's Bang why I'm go. saying become a buyer in your market. Yes. You're gonna learn so much about your market that's yes. gonna be it's gonna be indispensable, invaluable information that Zillow can't replace. Yep. Nobody can replace that yep. information. Ground floor, I know this seller, I know this guy mm-hmm. owns 12 properties, yep. I know this one's thinking about selling in five. You know, you're gonna have all these insights to your market that nobody else has. Okay. So so we talk
0: a lot about the gap. Right. So, so the gap is, is real for all of us. And to me, it's the gap between knowledge and confidence. And if I don't have enough, if I don't know what to say, if I don't know what to do, if I don't know where to find, I don't know how, and I'm asking those questions, I don't have the confidence. I'm not going to do anything. Yep. One of the big gaps for people right now is skills. Yeah. And I was thinking about it, like in the simplest context that I think most people aren't aware that when you stand up, 55% 55% of the way you communicate is the way you move your body. Yeah. Your body impacts your tone. Your tone is the only thing they experience when you're talking to somebody over the phone yep. and people are still calling people going, "Hey Byron is just calling because so, I just wanted to follow up but, and see how you're doing." <laughs> <laughs> and people
1: are like, "What, uh, look, I'm sorry. Hello. Hi. I, you know, Lucy, right? Like what's going on here?" I know some people with some massive skills though and they don't have the opportunity. So it goes uh-huh. it goes to like yeah, one of the no things doubt. like if you don't have opportunities, maybe you need to think about being on a team, or you maybe you're thinking about building your team because right. you have an abundance of opportunities. Right. Right. Because if I were to rank, let's say marketing, yep. knowledge and skills, mm-hmm. well, you give me a great marketing plan. Uh, let's just think about Zillow Premier Agent for example, right? right. There was some agents that didn't have high skills, but they were converting because the last two years, Zillow had an abundance of leads. Right. Right. Realtor.com, whatever example you want to use, right? Google, they're all the same. Yeah. So if you have an ability to generate leads, that's gonna, to me, gonna be that with knowledge. Yeah. And then skills gonna come if you have enough at bats. I fundamentally disagree. I know you would. I talked to to Because I talked to to so many people,
0: (laughs) and we're on the same page, but How many people have we met that are like, Oh, I tried that. Those leads suck, and wow. my response is okay. Ready? So True. answer the phone. Yeah. Hi, I'm looking at one two three four Banana Street. Can you show me that house? They're like, well, I uh, 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 they answer the phone like this. Oh, because like, you have you, like have to, you,
1: you suck. You right? do have to convert these leads at yes. a certain level yes. for, to make them profitable. Yes. So I agree with I agree yes. with you there. And I'm you got to have sums I mean, soft skills. I've been in coaching skills. for how long? So I'm a big believer. Right. in, I know in, in sharpening the skill, but <laughs> yes, but if you only focus on that and you're avoiding this marketing stuff yes. and the knowledge stuff it's it's going to fall is this
0: a promo for my event called the edge by Jason <laughs> Pantano because <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's marketing and skills marketing skills yeah. but but for a new agent what what advice would you have um and what, for a veteran agent who see i think about like um i'll I'll say now I'm not going to say her name because she had switched companies and it was very controversial but I'll just say a wonderful high-end client in the San Diego marketplace called me and said coach i need some help I used to beat the drums out of this company over and over and over Mm. because I'm at this company and I'd win all the listings because I can sell the competitive advantage. Well, guess what? I'm joining the company. I've been beating the pants off for more than a decade. What do I say? She was completely perplexed. She needed just a little tweak in her presentation. Yep. Of course, she immediately started talking about all the things about this company that were so special. And I said, no one gives a shit. <laughs> right. All they care about is what's in it for them. them. So I've learned these skills. I made this move for you, for my yeah. clients, because it's gonna get you more money. It's gonna get you more exposure. to give you more opportunity. I wouldn't have done it, but I had to do it for right. you, my customer. That is all she needed. She went like this, oh, yeah. got it. And she called everybody and continues to this day to have a multi-hundred million dollar year sales career
1: and just kills it. If you're moving your house, it's hard. If you're moving your company, it's even harder, right? And so that was a hard thing that she had to do and, mm-hmm. and just telling them the truth. Like, so
0: what's a USP for a brand new agent right now?
1: Well, you've got to have some type of story that's different than I love homes. Yes. I'll tell you that. I've always loved real estate. I love homes. I went and I, I bought my first house and I just decided I love homes and I watch right. I love watching DIY and and that's the wrong yeah. answer because yeah. that's what ninety percent of agents right. are saying. Yeah. And so when I first started in real estate, mm-hmm. I said, Hey, I went bankrupt in real estate from nineteen to twenty one. I bought three homes mm-hmm. and I got into I got my license and got into sales to help you from avoiding the mistakes that I made.
0: See uh, I'm going to go way old school. And yeah. you I probably never heard before. I got named Freud Candelario from the LA, uh, Los Angeles Valley. I said, "Freud, why'd you get into real estate? And you know, tiny little guy, heart of a massive capacity to care. Two stories, right? First he says, come with me door knocking and I'll tell you. And I was like, okay. So I pull up to his office. He's got a Rolls Royce and next to it, he's got this total beater card. He goes, In in the neighborhoods I door knock, I don't drive the Rolls Royce. He was very like, and this, like someone's going to be offended by the fact that I said that, but this was like 25 years ago. So I say, okay, cool. Get in the car. We go out and he's got 150 flyers and 150 business cards. And in basically four hours, he got rid of all 300 right? And it's, he's walking to their door going, hey, it's Freud, local real estate agent. I'm coming. I'm coming. It's (laughs) okay. I've seen this guy on YouTube. I've seen this guy on YouTube. He's freaking unbelievable. Oh, Super old school, but legend, right? Yeah. So I'm out with him. So I finally get to say to him, hey man, so you're selling like 300 homes a year before anybody was selling 300 homes a year. This is going back like early nineties. And I go, besides obviously knocking on doors and booking four to five appointments every day while you're doing it, like five days a week, nonstop rigorous, right? I said, why'd you go in the business? He says, Tom, when I came to this country, we worked really hard. I saved a bunch of cash, cash, cash. And I met with a real estate broker and I walked in and I gave him the bag of cash as my deposit and they stole the money. And he goes, and it devastated me. It put me back by four years. And he said, it broke my heart. Not that that person would do it, that anybody would do that to anybody who was trying to buy a home, shelter for their family, a future live into, and like, you could see, he's like almost like crying as he's telling me the story. That's who I want to buy from. When when you, you say you, you unique, had a
1: similar when you say unique selling proposition, yeah. use the emotion of what the heck you're actually doing it the, for. The problem yeah. and what you do differently. And are you interested? And when you use emotion like that right. or like I was yeah. with my story, yeah. people are like, Whoa, yeah, I've interviewed two people, they're both 20 years, they've probably got more experience than you, but I know one thing for sure. You're gonna work your ass off. Right.
0: Right. And, and they can and feel it.
1: You're gonna protect me.
0: Yeah. But now If you haven't had that experience, don't say that stuff. You have to find, so think about it. It has to be more than I love homes, is my point. Right. Peter Diamandis, remember uh, the Huntington Beach event, Peter Diamandis says, you wanna make a billion dollars, gotta solve a billion person problem. But that is the fundamental truth in all business. The veteran watching this has stopped saying, what is the problem that my my old clients have? What is the problem that buyers have today? What is the problem that sellers have today? And then what are the two to three things that I do that are unique and different? So I can say, do you have this problem? I have these solutions, are you interested? And that's the essence of a unique selling proposition. That's the difference between saying,
1: well, I just like houses. And you may be saying, I don't know what the problem is. Well, well, we do kind of know what the problem is. Uh, Interest rates, inflation, buyer (laughs) demand, 20% less sales. Yes, there's lots of problems. But if you haven't really identified what the core problem is in your market, one of the things I wrote down here is you should be hosting monthly events in your office at a minimum, yes, and if not monthly, do them weekly. Yes, we're doing them weekly, right? So there's yep. a lot of conversations happening. There's a lot of our agents, mm-hmm. other agents, mm-hmm. panelists, all in one space, and it's a multi-layer problem solver. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get content. You're gonna you want to become that clip yep. machine. You're gonna yep. get a whole bunch of clips yep. out of that. Yep. You're gonna meet new people. You're gonna ha- so whether your goal is recruiting or recruiting listings or whatever. Yep you're going to be able to accomplish that goal and you're going to build the culture that you want to build. Right. So start getting people into your space to have that conversation yep. around what's the problem we're trying to solve here in X community? Yep. Yep. W- you know What's the problem for the agents and what can we do to help better serve them? Bingo. And, and so I think that events and masterminds, whatever you want to call them, panels, it Cer- is the way to go. Certainly for the veteran, might be harder, not
0: saying impossible for the new agent, but I'm going to throw another one. Um, hard to argue against right now if you're if you're listening to this right now and you're like, okay, just tell me, just tell me one thing you want me to do, I would say, how many open houses can you hold
1: mm-hmm. for
0: the entire year? Right. Can you set a record open houses? Right. Because if you do an open house, it's like opening up your Uh, It's having the gas station open. It's only effective when it's open, right? So Mm -hmm. if you get a nice property, yours, somebody else's, a vacant listing, go into your MLS, find people with different area codes that have the listing. They're not in your market, potentially. Hey, I'd like to hold your property open. Can I do it? And then knock on doors around the community, put out 20, 30 signs, do the old mega open house routine or not, but do something where people are coming in with intent.
1: That's the most and important thing. you're having thing. multiple conversations. It's all yes. about, we know, 50 conversations in yes. closing. Yes. I did a podcast with this guy, Sam Coleman, yeah. luxury agent in, in Vegas. Yeah. You, you can go look it up. And he talked about when he started in real estate, what he did with his open house strategy. Yeah. I said, so what were you doing? He yeah. goes, I, I did like you know, X amount of open houses in a row. I said, mm-hmm. so every every weekend, and that's what I'm talking about, work the weekends. Yes. He goes, no, but I, I did... Six days a Monday, week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every right. day I was That's doing Tim open Smith. houses. Every day. Every single yes. day yes. in Las Vegas, he was doing an open house. And what happened? People in these Facebook groups started talking about Sam. He's six foot, 10 inches. He's, and that was his thing. I got to yeah. get in front of people. Right. I'm not good on the phone. Right. I'm memorable when I'm in front right. of somebody. Right. And so he just hammered it. Yeah. So what do you do when you're not memorable? You get really good on the phone like Tom Tool. <laughs> <laughs> And Tom's a friend. No, Tom's, Tom's a my, dear friend. Tom's my like best friend in real estate. <laughs> right. But no, um, but like listen. Yeah, it's the same thing I did. I got really yeah. good on the phone. Yeah, I'm a five ten white dude. Yeah, right. How many it's of those? Gotta, it's got to be a grinder. There's a whole bunch of those. Yeah. Sam talks about it because he's a former NBA player. He's six right. ten. He's like, I right. got to get in front of people. You're yeah. never Gerald
0: Henderson. Th-
1: I got a bunch of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never going to forget who I am yes. if I meet you. Yeah. Yep. And my whole thing was I could I could really make an impact on the phone. I, could, I wasn't afraid of the phone. I wasn't afraid to say yeah. something outrageous if I yeah. knew it led me to my ultimate goal of an appointment. Yeah. And that's your only reason to be on the phone is to get an appointment, to get face-to-face. Yeah. Face. Yeah. And once I get face-to-face, I'm keeping it real, and that's how I was memorable. Yeah. My, going honest back, unique, conversations. your unique selling proposition, yeah. Yeah. I was super honest. So I didn't go in there with glossy, You know, even though I was at Sotheby's at the time, great company, I lo- PB, love you, brother. Mm-hmm. I love everybody mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But I didn't go in with the glossy Sotheby's stuff. I went in with my laptop and I opened up the MLS and I said, how many of the agents that you're interviewing are just letting you cruise around the MLS? Like, let's cruise together and answer your questions in real time. Yeah. I'm not gonna send you a CMA because I don't even do them, mm-hmm. right? I'm not gonna give you a bunch of glossy crap that everybody else is giving you because right. I'm gonna look similar right. to them. Right? Let's open the MLS and have a real conversation. You've gotta use emotion yeah. on these listing presentations. Yep. Yep. When you're sitting in front of, I used to sit in front of, Millennial buyers mm-hmm. and their parents, yes. and I'd walk them through my story so that they knew I was going to protect their kid. And what yes. happened on the second showing? The parents stopped showing up because, like, dude, he's got it. Yeah, we're good. I trust my we kid trust. with him.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Okay, so
0: what else is on the list? Because we got to be mindful of time. We yeah, so them. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll run through some of the things that I get
1: serious about email. You and I always talk always. about email. Like, always. if you're just sending out a market newsletter, that's not enough. Get serious if, about collecting if, the if emails. The video
0: doesn't have this in the middle. Hey, want to give you a little update on, hey, has anybody taken the time to show you? Hey, guess where I'm at? If if this isn't the center of your email, look at every email that's effective today. Yeah. Right. It's got this in the middle and you pick up more views, you send your brand, people send it to others. It goes more viral. I mean, get
1: serious about what the subject line says, get get serious about all of that Uh, and collecting them. Right. How are you collecting emails? Um, Yes. I'm going to get get rid of all your administrative tasks, Tom. Yeah. Like why- Oh, that was on my, yes, keep going, keep going. I don't care, if you're Mm -hmm. starting in the business and you're serious about having this level of conversations Uh about doing that many open houses, about making that many calls, why are you doing the transaction work? So it goes back to be on a team, build a team, which one are you gonna do? Are you gonna start building VAs around you? Yep. Or are you gonna be on a team where they take care of that work for you?
0: Or, cause my third major rock for next year for most people is leverage slash highest and best. Leverage your in-house transaction coordinator, go to your office manager and mm-hmm. say, who is the in-house marketing person? What are the tools and resources we have here? What are all the free things that we have? Yeah, Your absolutely. company has so much stuff for you. If you're an agent, new or veteran, go first. It's, it's acres of diamonds, right? Yep. The, the world famous story of the gentleman who wanted to go out and find diamonds in Africa and he left his land and he died chasing it. And right. the guy that bought the farm I, found a diamond that big on the property. There, he never looked where he was first.
1: There's so many things in your brokerage that are yeah, underutilized. For I know sure. Bill Ravis, right? Love those guys. Yeah. He built out just a, a system where it's called Ramp, and yeah. you can do your photography, yes, your floor plans. Yes. All, why are you gonna go and create four different relationships right. if your brokerage is solving that problem? yes. And, and so use those tools when they make sense, and I completely agree. Um,
0: I got one, uh, you ready? Yeah, go
1: for it. Okay, next
0: one. As a veteran agent and or a rock star in the making, of something is better than a hundred percent of nothing. The number of people that have been inside this studio or virtually with me or in one-on-ones that said to me, Hey, I was getting back into the game or Hey, as a new agent, I found a listing opportunity. I can go on and I can cut my teeth and I can hope and pray that I get it and try and leverage my relationship. And then I say, or what if you called Kelsey Taylor, the number one agent in your office, who sold three or four oh, houses yeah. in the last six months in that marketplace and said, Kelsey, will you partner with me on this. I will do all the work. I'm just gonna walk in and say, Kelsey Taylor, you're gonna get the listing. You get half the money. I get half the money. And you're in the game, even as a veteran.
1: Tom, 10 years of building a team, being in sales. I've never personally worked a deal where I've kept over 50%. Every single deal I've ever worked in this business, I've brought somebody in, especially on the buy side. Right, right. Right. I figured that out from day one. Yep. And you're gonna be able to move a whole lot quicker. You're gonna be Mm -hmm. able to build a lot faster. Your 10-year plan will probably happen for you in seven. For sure. If you're willing to take less on today's deal. it's how we started where you were talking about long-term, right? you've gotta be willing to take less today because you're gonna get more transactions That's more relationships. Mm -hmm. That's more people who know who the heck you are. It's more referrals. It's more impact on your community. It's always about more. Don't try to focus on 12 deals in a luxury market and keeping every last penny of it on your brokerage split. No. Go and do a whole bunch of deals. Right, right. All right. So this is brought to you by the bomber jacket, the bomber jacket, yes, the bomber jacket, and
0: number 12 on your list by a bomber jacket. You're only listening. <laughs> Pantana's in the club. <laughs> Pantana's absolutely in the club. All yeah. right. So cool. Byron, this has been awesome. Uh, quick shout out to BAM media. Thank you. Congratulations on your guys' success it. there. We didn't even talk about it in the very beginning. And of course the success of Connecticut and yeah. all that you guys continue to do up there is like the top team in the state. Um, BAM media,
1: where should they follow you? Brokeagentmedia.com. Go check out all the content there. Follow us everywhere. Subscribe to the YouTube. I would sure. say
0: and and subscribe to the email list because yeah. that's where the real action is, yeah. right?
1: Subscribe to the you email list. You can do that list. right on the homepage, brokeagentmedia.com.
0: Love it. All right, man. Thank you so much thank for you. sharing. And Appreciate thank you it. so much. And as always hit that like and subscribe and notification. Yeah. All those little funny little bells all around you. It makes the world to me. And if you're listening to this like on a podcast if you would leave a review i would be thrilled thank you so much because we we kind of bounce always in between like the top 100 of yeah. podcasts for business and sometimes as low as 145 and it really pisses me off so if you could just do that it would mean the world to leave me a review because i'd love to be like 99 98 97 in this tiny little space this remarkable space called real estate thanks see you soon.